because you've been so good to us. Uh, you've been better to us than we can ever, ever be to ourselves. It's because of you we are who we are. Thank you for blessing us, giving us another opportunity uh, on this earth to say thank you and to do your will. And we appreciate that. But we cannot do this apart from you. So we thank you for everything that you've done, the good and the bad that is all working together for our good so we can see your glory and the manifestation of your beauty in the life of people. We thank you, and we thank you for choosing us all over this world, those who've accepted you as their Lord and Savior, to walk to walk and talk to talk. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. It's a matter of life and death. Everybody says it's a matter of life and death. It's it's extremely important. Uh, 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 I'm really disturbed about uh, what's happening uh, with these uh, murders all over the country. Um, and definitely in your hometown in Muskegon and the things that's happening. So you, you're just disturbed. Uh, and so we, we need to understand something, that God uh, loves us so much, and the enemy is trying to ramp it up. And, and we don't operate in a spirit of fear, but a spirit of faith. Everybody says spirit of faith. So you have to have your confidence and trust in God. Uh, it's important to understand something, and I don't want anybody to miss this here, especially those out there on social media whatever. And I said it the other day at the funeral when I was speaking. I said, uh, uh, if you talk to a lot of people, man, that, that was going to church and they quit going to church, um, they were really upset about what happened uh, with somebody or something that was going on. And then because they were so upset about what happened, uh, they got so angry uh, that they literally, man, left the church. They walked away from the church. They said, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with organized church. I'm just, I'm fed up with the people, and they literally walked away from church, right? And what happened was they didn't realize that, um, that Satan is a spirit, right? And the spirit has to have somebody to work in. But Jesus told us that it was going to happen. He said there was going to be hell in the church, but the church, but it would not prevail against it. So letting us know, man, that Satan was going to attack the church, and the church is people. And what happens is people have walked away from the church, man, because they're angry at people. Not because of what God did. And so what happens is we see Satan working in people's lives and we get angry and we walk away from God because we're angry at people or what people do. So we call them hypocrites. And I say, I'm not going to church, Margaret, with no hypocrites because the people ain't nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. But in reality, what's really happening is we really want to do what we want to do. We want to do whatever we want to do and we really can't blame it on them. We have to blame it on what we want and what we we want to do in life. So let's not blame it on them. Let's say that we have an issue, and our issue is really with God, and I want to walk away from him. And I'm not going to say it's because the people are hypocrites. And I'm going to try to explain it to you uh, as we go into the message today, because I think it's extremely, extremely important. Because God loved us so much, man. Don't forget this. But God so loved this world, man, that he was willing to sacrifice his son that the world may be saved. That's how important you are. And before you was ever conceived in your mother's womb, man, God had already ordained your life. God had already planned your life. God was already working on your behalf, man, before your mother even thought about conceiving you. And, 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 and from the minute, the minute that you guys were, were conception had taken place, man, Satan was trying to destroy it in the womb. And so he's been busy trying to destroy it ever since. And so now he got us angry, we upset, things have happened. 
And little by little, man, he's chipped away. And to the point where we say, man, I, we don't need God, right? And so the pandemic kind of like uh, was like an icing on the cake because it gave people opportunity to really walk away from God. They said, man, this is it. So people, I hate to say it, so people said, I, you know, I can't come. So, and they banned church for a while. They lived, the, the government really banned church. They said, you know, you cannot have any church whatsoever. And then when they lifted the people, said, I'm not coming. I'm not coming back to church because of what? The pandemic, right? But they go to grocery stores. They go to parties. They do all this other stuff. And so they're not afraid to go to the grocery store. They're not afraid. You know, I, I heard one person say, well, I don't want to come to church, man, because people want to hug you. You don't have to hug nobody. You don't want to. You don't hug nobody in Myers, right? So you don't have to. So, so what happens is, and, and I'm not talking about kingdom embassy. I'm just talking about your walk with God and watch what Satan will do. Because Satan will slip in and cause you, man, to walk away from up under the umbrella, and then you don't have no protection. But I, but I still worship the Lord. I go to church. You know in your heart for real things have changed, and that's why you have such a passion for God. And now you say, I can do it at home. I can watch it on TV. I can do all that. God said. I didn't say it. He said through his word, for Satan not to assemble yourselves together. He knew it was important that you come together and join together because everybody need you. Right now, I want, to, I want you guys to understand that as we go into this message, right? So now, uh, I'm going to be, so when I say it's a matter of life and death, it literally is a matter of life and death. So when Jesus said to us that he was the bread of life, he was telling us, man, without the bread, he said, there's no way you're going to be able to survive this thing. He said, you can't survive it. He said, you can't survive without bread because it's the actual essential life. He said, and you got to have it in order to survive. He said, you can't handle this world. You can't deal with Satan. You're not strong enough. He said, you haven't lifted enough weights. You haven't jogged enough. You haven't taken enough vitamins, man, to deal with him. He said, you got to have me in your life in order to deal with Satan because Satan is going to come on every angle. I mean, he comes at every angle, and he tries to get you to really get your mind focused off Christ and do you. Paul told us, man, in, in, um, in uh, Romans, the seventh chapter, that there was a struggle going on. And in the struggle, what Paul said was, uh, let me read what Paul said. I, I, I think I wrote chapter seven. So here's what he said. So the trouble is not with the law. He said the trouble is not with God. The trouble is not with the word of God. He said, for, for the law is spiritual. He said, so, so God said, it's a spiritual thing. He said, the trouble is with me. He said, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. He said, so I'm a slave to my sin nature. Everybody said my sin nature. My sin, I want to do me. I, I want to do me. All right? So whenever you want to do you, then you can't do God. Right? And Satan knows that. So he gets us, man, distracted. Right? And we don't spend time in devotion with God. We don't spend time in prayer. We don't spend time in our word. And then we think we can operate in this world, man, apart from the word of God. You can't live without bread. It's impossible. You can't. He said you can't survive. You think you, because you know the word that you can survive this storm. You can't deal with it apart from God being inside of you and consuming your life. That's important. I want you to understand that. Because we do a lot of stuff to make people happy, and then they still make us unhappy. You know, I can't believe I did all that for them, and then they don't care. Right? Because uh, it's not about them. It's really about you. 
in your relationship with God. That's the crucial point. And so we have to have such a reverence for God in order to deal with these things. So it's a matter of literally life and death. It's a matter of if I don't really embrace Christ, I'm not going to be able to handle it. The stress is going to be too much for me. I'm going to be taking more. We got, listen, they got more medical facilities going up than anything else in the world, right? Because people are getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And every time you go to the doctor, they give you a new medication. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about, right? They, they got a pill for everything. They got a miracle pill for everything. They got something for everything. Every time you, they said you keep, and then the pharmaceutical companies making more and more money. And then the pharmaceutical, then the CBD came out, and they said, you know what? You don't need all that medicine. Just get high. So we're going to legalize weed, and then we're going to put it on every corner. So now you hooked on weed. You high as a kite. You're going to. You know, I can't, I, I, you can't get down Laketon, man. They got so many marijuana joints down Laketon, man. You know, you can't even buy a hamburger. <laughs> you know, you think you get a hamburger, you walk into a, 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 a weed joint. I'm, listen, I'm telling you, that's demonic. Those things are coming. I, I'm sorry if you, if you like to smoke, but I'm just telling you what it does, right? And so it's, <laughs> all the weed people going to be busting me upside the head on the way out. Man, don't mess with my weed now, you know what I'm saying, right? But those things, man, remember, you consume those things. If you're honest about it, it mellows you, it chills you out, you get cool, whatever. Drugs affect the way you operate. It really does, man. I, I, I can handle it. I was just telling the person the other day, I said, man, I can handle it. You know how crazy drugs is? It'll make you get on a motorcycle and run 80 miles an hour and you know you have. And you think you can get on two wheels and do 80. And you hide in a kite. You get drunk and say, man, we go, you go to the bar, all the motorcycle guys, they drinking and all that, then they get on their bike and go home because they really think they can ride their bike. Impaired. So we have more motorcycle accidents. You know, people kill more people, man, in cars, all kind of crazy stuff. That's demonic. I want you to understand that. Everybody says a matter of life and death. Right, now it's important. So in Matthew chapter 8, now I want you to get this. I don't want you to miss this because it's important, and I want to talk to all my social media people out there, and I want you to understand what's going on, so what's happening. So Jesus in Matthew chapter 8, Matthew chapter 8, starting at the beginning of the verse, Jesus um, comes down and he got, this is what God does. God know the people are in trouble. He know the people are sick, they're in trouble, things are happening, and God says, I come to heal. Uh, I came in the world that you may have life and that you may have it to the fullest, right? So uh, it opens up, man, in that eighth chapter with uh, Jesus healing a man that has leprosy. Now, remember, when you had leprosy, they didn't want to deal with you. So Jesus came down, and because this man had leprosy, Jesus heals him and let him know, man, that God is real, right? Then he goes on, and then a Roman soldier uh, had a servant that was in trouble and was sick and about to die, and he asked Jesus, would you heal my servant, right? And he told him, Jesus, yes, I'll be there. He said, no. He said, you have the power and authority to do it from where you are. You don't have to come to my house. Just heal him. Just say the word. 
So Jesus spoke the word and he healed the servant. Right? Then he goes on, he goes to Peter's house, and Peter's mother-in-law sick, and he heals her. Right? Now Jesus is healing people now. Now it's important, don't miss it. All right? And then uh, they're excited. So we got some you wherever you go, Jesus. I'm with you know how we do. I'm with you, Lord. Wherever you go, Earl, I'm going. That's what they told Jesus. Jesus, you don't know, you know, foxes have holes and all that kind of stuff, but I ain't got nowhere uh, to lay my head. He said, but I'm with you, right? Uh, he said, it's a cost to follow me because you got to give up a whole lot of stuff in order to be with me, right? So then he goes on, and then they get ready to go on the other side, and a storm arises, Right? And when the storm arrives, now that all the disciples are in the boat with Jesus, and the storm arrives, and they get scared and they panic. When they panic, they call on Jesus. And Jesus calms the storm. Because that's what he do in our life. He comes and he calms the storm. So now, uh, and so he lets them, and this, here's what he tells them. Oh, ye of little what? Because you don't really believe in me. Right? Remember, this is God in the flesh. He said, you don't really believe in me. He said, this thing is a matter of life and death. He said, you got to really understand what's going on. So then he goes on, and here's the part I want you to get to. And I don't want you to miss this. All right, and I'm going to put this one on the screen. All right, chapter 8. All right, are you ready? And we'll get into the message. Here we go. When Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake in the region of the Gadarenes, two men who were possessed by demons, met him, right? They came out of the tomb and were so violent, so violent that no one could go through that area. I want to pause for a second, right? Uh, These men were demon-possessed. Everybody said demon-possessed. They were so violent that nobody could go by. I want you to think about all this killing and all this stuff going on. People are scared to leave out their house. They don't want to let their kids ride down the street, right? The violence is absolutely crazy, right? Uh, people don't worry, they worry about what's going to happen. I don't care what neighbor they live in, because they don't, they don't tell about all the murders. They just tell about some of them, all right? Now, so people are afraid, but here's the, watch this here, but won't nobody tell. Won't nobody tell. You know, it's a cold in the hood. You know, you don't tell it. I ain't telling it. I, I'm not going to tell it. Some people won't tell because they're afraid. Other people won't tell because they benefit from the person that did it. So they know people are terrorizing their community, and they know it, and they're afraid, but they won't tell nobody. And so the enemy got them paralyzed. You know, so they're scared to go out home. They're scared of the person. And they know this a demon, right? And they frightened, but they won't tell. And everybody said, man, I heard someone, they was angry, Onika. They said, the police can solve these murders. I don't know why they can't solve it. If it was somebody white, they'll solve it. I said, but won't nobody tell them nothing. <laughs> right? They ask you a question, and you won't tell them nothing. But you're scared. So now your kids can't go outside and play, right? And some of them, now this is good, now don't, don't miss this, right? Some of them are such dealers that they bit, people don't want them out the picture because they're their suppliers. 
and they're so addicted. And that's their source. Everybody said, that's real talk. Right? And they said, man, we ain't going to tell him because if he gets locked up, man, what am I going to do? Right? And some of them are breadwinners and families and all this kind of stuff. This is real talk, right? And so, uh, and so but they're terrified and they hate it because a lot of them grew up, man, with a fear of God and they know it's wrong. But the devil then got in. Oh, everybody says it's going to get good before it gets finished, right? So now watch what happened in verse 29. So they began, now watch these demon-possessed men. They began screaming at him. Why are you interfering with us, son of God? Have you come here to us before God's appointed time, before it's time for, for us to render? What are you doing? Come on now. We know who you are. We, we know who you are. Uh, 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 so watch this. This is good, right? So verse 30, there happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding in a distance. Now, so we know it was not a Jewish community because Jews didn't deal with pigs, right? And so it was a forbidden animal, right? So Jesus let us know, man, that Jesus was interested in even the non-Jews because he came to that community. And he wanted to heal that community. And he took the demons. Now watch Jesus. I want you to miss Jesus because he loves you. Right? And so the demons begged. The demon. Everybody said the demons. Not the men. Because we're controlled by spirits. So you're looking at people, man, thinking it's your brother, your cousin, when it's really a demon behind them. That spirit, man, is destructive. And it's I come to kill steal, and destroy. Right? And I know the spirit because everything about it is wrong. I know it. Right? I wouldn't care. I know it's wrong. So here's what he says. Verse 31. So the demons, everybody says the demons. So the demons beg, if you cast us out, send us into the herd of pigs. Now listen to me. Listen, I want you to hear this again. Right? So the demons begged him, if you cast us out. Because we ask you not to do it now. But if you're going to do it, don't totally get rid of us because we're spirits. Cast us in the pigs, right? All right, now, verse 32. All right, so Jesus responds, Terio. He said, all right, I got you. So Jesus commands the spirits. Now, here is God. Now, he tells you right now that I'm in charge. Listen, I got more authority than any demonic force. I can control the demons. Right? Listen, that's why you got to eat me. You got to take me in. You gotta, he said, because I'm stronger than any force. I don't care how powerful they are. I'm more powerful. So he says this. So the demons, when he commanded, so the demons came out of the men and entered the pigs. Right? And the whole herd of pigs plunged down the deep hillside into a lake and drowned in the water. The pigs said, man, I don't want y'all in me. I killed myself. I don't want to deal with y'all. Right? Now, listen, these demons said, I don't want to deal with y'all. And they, they literally ran down the hill and drowned. Now, this is where it gets kind of tricky. Right? So then here's verse 33. Now, this is Jesus, man, in a deliverance. Right? 
Martha, this is good, right? So the herdmen fled to the nearby town. So now the people that was in charge of the pigs, they, they ran to the town, telling everyone what had happened to the demon-possessed men. So they got excited. Man, you ain't going to believe what Jesus did. These men, he healed them, Terrio. He delivered them. Not in their right mind. Man, it's amazing. You ought to come and see him. Jesus did it. Excited, right? He goes, tells them. Now, it seemed like everybody would be excited about it, right? They're like, yeah. The people in the city, right? Now watch, the hermit goes and tells them because people are more important than anything else. So the man is here. This is what he says. Then the entire town, everybody said the whole town. Now what you got to think about this here, man, because people don't want to tell nothing, right? The entire town came out to meet Jesus. But they begged him just like the demons. Now that's interesting. Because they were begging just like the demons was begging. They begged him to do what? Go away and do what? I want you to leave our town. Now, he just, now listen now. You have someone in your community, man, that's so violent you can't even go past. They so demon possessed. They creating so much havoc in your life. Jesus want to heal you and deliver. And you said, no, get out of town, Jesus. And leave us alone. Because we like the way we are. We don't want you to leave. Demons. We leave our demons alone. Let us be who we are. Right? Now, uh, when the evil spirit leaves a person, I want you to watch this. Whenever the evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert. Seeking rest, but finds none. Right? And here's what happens. Then it says, I will what? Return to the person I came out from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. Now, I want you to get this. Understand. So Jesus comes into your life. He comes in, he cleans your life up. Now you have a responsibility. What do I do? So when he casts the demons out and cleans them up, they don't want him there. We say it, we come to the altar, Lord, please heal. Lord, please deliver. Do this for me, Lord. Do this. And we begging him to do it. And when he do it, we tell everybody I'm what? Saved. And here's the mistake. We leave clean and delivered. Delivered, right? And, and the devil knows that he don't have no room because he's been clean. Now, here's what happened. He said, I got to come back and check in on you. I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to leave you alone because I know you for real. I know you're addicted. So I'm going to bring a little bit of that back in your life and see if you, you know. So he waved the wand back in your face, right? And he want to know, are you going to bite? Right? Do you really want your community? 
you know, you go to the rallies and all that. Do you really want, do you, are you really concerned that black lives matter? Or are you just talking about it? Here's what it says. Then the spirit finds seven Listen, man, I'm telling you, don't y'all, listen, this is serious, right? This is, a, this is a matter of life and death. So the demons are saying, I'm going back, and I'm going to get seven of my buddies, right, other spirits, more evil than itself. I'm going to bring back some things. When we come back in your house, we're coming back with force. He said, and they all entered that person and lived there. And so that person is worse off than before. That would be the experience of the evil generation. I want you to get this now. He's telling you that God is coming in your life. He's cleaned your life up, brought you into the church, delivered you. You walked away from it. God had cleaned your life up. And you said, no. And you didn't feel it with God. You never ate Jesus. You never drank it. You never consumed him, Dale. They never took it in. And because they didn't take it in, and they said, no, it don't take all that. I ain't got to come all this in. I don't need it. I got it. I'm healed now. I ain't, you know, I ain't getting high no more. But you don't put nothing inside of you. You know, so, so y'all let them, ding, them demons just lurk around and want nobody to tell you. And God said, I delivered them. I locked some of them up. I put them away, and you let them back in. Here's what they said. I'm coming back, and when I come back, I'm bringing my buddies, and we're going to be seven of us. And we're going to be worse. You thought that was bad. You thought we made you bad. You wait till I give you the crack. And you thought crack was bad. They said, let me bring you the pills. And then we're going to put some stuff on a pill that they, an elephant can't even live from. And the devil going to blind you. Listen to me, man. This is real, man. The devil will blind you and make you take a narco and put a, a what's that thing that the elephants take? The fentanyl or whatever. They're dipping in it, and the elephant can't even stand up from it. And you know it, and you take it. Seven times worse. He makes you believe your body can handle it. When his mission is to kill, steal. He said, well, since you don't want to be real and you call yourself saved and you want to fake in front of everybody and, and talk with your lips, but your heart is somewhere, you say you want me to deliver. You playing, right? You faking? I tell you, watch this. The demon said, watch this here. You playing. Because I know. Paul, I know. See what I'm saying? He said, I know them. Who are you? I'm going to find out who you really are. I'm going to bring some stuff in there, man, so bad they're going to kill every day. Then what you going to do? You, you, you think I'm playing, right? He said, I was to kill. I was killing once a month, and everybody was working. He said, I'm going to kill him. He said, I'll start killing them every day. Then see what you do. Not just in Muskegon, all over the country. He said, he said, he said I... Listen, them demons say, I'm coming back because you got, you're not real about it. And you guys are the what Jesus said. The works that I do, you'll be able to do even greater. 
if he was able to cast out demons, he said, you can do it, but you've got to be real. You've got to consume him, otherwise you can't deal with that demon. Jesus knew that. That's why God gave you the Holy Spirit. He gave it to you, and he said, the work that I, he said, I'm going, I'm going back to my father. He said, I'm going to leave you here, and the work that I, you're going to be able to do it. You cannot do it if you partner with the devil. Remember when they told Jesus, they says, uh, you uh, got the spirit of the Beelzebub or whatever. He said, listen, how can I be? Because demons ain't going to cast themselves out. And the question is, if, 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 if you're so consumed, by, you're not praying that God deliver when you in it. Or you benefiting from it. Or is your family member or whatever, so you don't want to pray that demon. That, see what I'm saying? And the, and the enemy blinds us. And he blinds us and he slips in and he brings his buddies with him. Remember, these are spirits. Y'all looking at people. You're not dealing with people. That's why Jesus told Peter, when Peter said, Jesus, uh, don't go to Calvary. He said, man, get behind me. Get behind me, Satan. He looked Peter in the face and said, get behind me, Satan, because I know you. Right? And what happens is, and John them told him, man, you are your father, the devil. They knew that spirit would get inside of a person and control that person from the inside out. And you wonder why this happened. How did this happen to me? Because I walked away from God. I wasn't serious about God. I act like I was serious. I told a lady the other day, and, uh, and she, you know, she hadn't been to church in a while. And I really, I'm on the internet, and I want you to hear this, people. You know, I don't care if you come to church or not. That's, on you and the, that's between you and the Lord. I'm just going to keep delivering. But I told her, I said, I have a responsibility as your pastor to tell you this here. Don't tell nobody, man, that you are part of this community of faith, right? And you'll go everywhere else but won't come to the house. Not if that's your community now. Don't, don't, you can't go over here and say, that. I, I got to tell you that because you, you're part of this faith community. I said, I owe you that as your pastor. Otherwise, God going to hold me accountable. You can't say it. I'm not coming because of the pandemic or I'm not comfortable that I go to a family gathering. And you know your family's a mess. Listen, listen, I ain't talking about mess like that. I'm talking about they over here, they over here, they, they're intermingling with this person. You don't know what they got if you're scared of the virus. All right? So, 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 so don't let the devil trick you. And here's the thing. People need you. You know, don't, listen, don't say, you know, I love the Lord. You know, I love him. Listen, if you love the Lord, God created you and gave you gifts for the edifying of the body. People need, you may not think you, but somebody need you. They need your energy. They need your spirit. Right? And so some people, man, listen, you are their life. If you don't believe they're your lifeline, watch this here. Some people walk away from the church, man, because of people. So if you can walk away from people, why don't you come for people? 
If I walk away because you ain't right, then I'm going to come because that person over there trying to be right, and I want to be there to pray for them. The devil is a lie. Listen, we, we, in order for this thing to work, all of us have to do what we're supposed to do. That means embrace God, learn this thing, understand the Holy Spirit, eat all of the bread so we can be impactful. Because listen, you can quote the scripture all you want. No weapon formed against me. You got to stop lying because it will wear you out. Jesus said, you serve me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. He said, this is real talk. This ain't nothing to play with. This is a matter of life and death. And the devil hears it. You know, I used to tell me and my wife used to have a conversation. And she said, she said, honey, I just want to share this. She tells you, she said, honey, I just want to share. You know, she don't talk to life. I just want to share this with you. I said, oh, no, no, don't put that in the atmosphere. I said, I didn't, don't even speak it. Well, honey, who am I? I? Don't even speak it. Don't let it come out your mouth because the spirit, that is, the Satan, the spirits are waiting to hear it. And it, you, how did it get over there? How did they know I felt that way? Because the spirit took it over there and dropped it off. That's how serious this thing is. And if we're going to get up, I was, I was sitting there, man. I don't, I don't want nobody to feel guilty. This is not for anybody to feel guilty. So I'm sitting there, uh, Brad, and uh uh, and and they, they, they just said, okay, it's 1 o'clock. You know, Nikki got up. I got excited when Nikki got up. And she, you know, she said whatever she's going to say. Said, hey, 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 hey. But it was about 12 people here. Now, listen to me, man. Don't miss this. Because I came from Church of God in Christ, right? We had church for three hours. Right? We got church for one hour, right? And listen, you know you got church for one hour. Do you know that people can't get to church at 10 o'clock knowing they only got one hour? They can't get one hour to the Lord on time? But when it comes to Monday morning, I promise you, man, they church, they work 15, 20 minutes early, half an hour early. They're drinking coffee, doing all that beforehand. Now, I'm not, listen, I don't want nobody to feel guilty. I just want you to say, if you're part of this community, act like it. Make sure you got to, because listen, you think the devil not paying attention? It's all, oh, man, it ain't important. I get that. You know, they, they, I want to sit to praise and worship. I don't need the praise and worship team. They, I don't want to hear that. I'm just waiting for the word. I just want to hear the word. The devil know that because sometimes, remember, the word, listen, man, I am not the one, right? Listen, I am not the one. Sometimes, listen, I'm a minister of the gospel, but so are you. So here's what happens, man. God has a message, man, through the praise and worship that he want to get to you, but you can't get the message. You missed it waiting on me. Because it's a ministry. One word, how many people, for real, how many people have been going through something, you heard a song, and it just did something for you? Yeah, so how do you miss it? You say, well, I ain't going, I don't want to hear the, the praise and worship. God said, well, you don't want to hear me. So you leave, watch this, and you leave just like you came. You say, man, church was born. That's because you missed your message. If you had been here to catch your message, if you had made God the priority and say he's real, I know it started this time because I promise you, go to work at 8.15, two days in a row. Watch your point system. I know you're going to get mad, so I can't believe it. So-and-so came late, too. No, but they fired you. Because you're on a point system. And you're going to do whatever you Zach. They're going to do whatever they can, Zach. They're going to be there. Zach, Zach work for UPS. Let the, bus, let the UPS driver stop and have a conversation and get some coffee they ain't supposed to. 
they're going to be drinking Coke the next time because they don't have time for coffee because they're on a timetable. And you know, I see them guys from UPS, man. I be wanting to talk to them sometimes. They be running, yeah, man, what are you saying? You know, they won't even stop moving, man. You know, I be like, hey, Zach, hey, what's up? Hey, pastor. Man, stop and talk to me, Zach. No, you ain't paying this bill. Now, it sounds humorous, but if God... If God is, listen, if my job is that important and God supplied me with it, if God blessed me with it and I can be that faithful to it, you think an hour? You think I don't give God an hour? I'm not going to make that, that's not priority. It's it's a demonic force. So Jesus come to deliver, right? Now, here's the scripture everybody love right here. You can do what? Everything through Christ. This King James, I can do all things. I can do everything through what? Christ that strengthens me. Now listen, he's not going to strengthen you, man, if you don't consume him. Quit quoting that scripture, man, if you're not making a commitment to him and you're not ready to be on the team, man. To help. God can, I would tell my wife, and, and uh, you know, the funeral, we was nervous about it. I wasn't nervous. My wife wasn't nervous, right? So I would tell my dad, I said, I'm good with this. You know, she's like, you honey, I said, I got this, man. I said, I got this, man. I can do all things through Christ's strength in me. So I was sitting here, man, waiting. And, you know, the funeral was kind of, you know, everybody was quiet. Didn't anybody want to get up and talk? And I was sitting back there in my seat back there, Margaret. I was just jumping at the chops. I'm like, I can't wait to get up. Ow! I said, because when I get up, when I opened my mouth, the mama was sitting there right there, and she was shaking like she was about to have a, an anxiety attack because she had lost her son. And she was just shaking, and I was sitting back there like, Lord, when you going to let me speak? Hurry up, get through the program. Because when I get through talking, I promise you, you're going to leave out here with a smile. Because I knew what God was going to do. Because I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. And I knew that. So the thing, you got to have such a confidence in it, the confidence comes in my relationship with him. From eating the word of God and believing the word of God and trusting the word of God. And then the power comes. And now, no weapon... So when Satan throws the weapons at you, no weapon formed against you will prosper. I promise you, man, if you don't embrace God, don't quote it because you're going to go into depression because the weapon going to knock it out of you. Amen. Satan going to hit you with a weapon that's going to knock you off your feet and you won't be able to stand. So you can't quote that scripture for real unless you embrace God to deal with it. Because can you imagine... Uh, uh, he said, man, listen, I promise you, man, I'm going to kick I saw a commercial. Man, I promise you, I'm going to kick you. And he said, my, your husband, go get your husband. The club can run. Be. He said, well, you know, I was just playing, man. That's what you're talking about. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. No weapon formed against me. And the devil come, man, with something so gigantic. You'd be like, well, well, well God, uh, you don't even know how to pray. But when you embrace him and you got him, no weapon formed against you. So when the devil comes... Listen, he can't outdo God. God told the demons. He said, I knew them before they was ever sent to the earth. I was there when God kicked them out of heaven. So when I sent you out, he said, I'm sending you out like lamb among wolves, but I gave you the power. He said, you can walk on scorpions and not get harmed. What he's saying is, whatever you go up against, it won't harm you as long as you embrace me. Then we can take the city on. Then we can take our community on. 
then we can take our schools on. You know, when I was when I was at Steel Middle School, and I'm done. Uh, when I took over the school, Dale, they said Steel was bad. Them kids were bad. I promise you. When I took over, I couldn't wait to be the principal. I said, "We why we gonna change the atmosphere?" I ch- literally changed the atmosphere. I took the kids, the bad kids. I said, "I got these things." I was, I was, I was praying. On. I said, "Okay, now listen, it's the Holy Spirit, take him." So I took the small, the baddest one, and I put him in charge of the buses of the kids that come from the other schools. So, because I knew they were gonna be the one to terrorize, I knew the demons were gonna use them. So I pray over them, and I take them, and I said, "Here, I want you to stand right here, and you're gonna be an angel." You're going to make sure every one of the kids get in the school well and get out. They say, okay, Mr. Deering, I'll give them a couple of dollars. I know the devil was mad as heck. Because he, yeah, he wanted to create a mess, and I, I smarted him. Because I knew what God could do. And God would tell me how to do it. So I would have parties. I had the kids. I had a party once a month and during the daytime. They would go to school. We had parties at 4 o'clock. You know, the kids, don't nobody want to party at 4 o'clock. Them kids were ready. They was all dressed up at 4 o'clock. And they were dancing. AJ and them was like, oh. You know, they, they, they like, it's 4 o'clock. We got this thing. You know what I'm saying? I think AJ learned how to dance at the party. Right? At 4 o'clock. I told the kids, if you, if you fight on the way home, we ain't never having another. We never had a fight on the way home. Cause, listen, because God put me in charge of the building. So I knew how to handle it. When God comes in your life, no weapon ever formed against you will prosper. Everybody says a matter of life and death. Everybody stand to your feet. Just bow your heads. If you're out there and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He's your only source. Keep your head down so nobody's looking up. You, he, you his only source. I mean, he is the only one that can help you deal with these demonic forces. You can't do it alone. Not your brilliance, not your college education. It's the spirit of God. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and you want to accept him in your heart, raise your hand and put your hand back down. Just raise it up real fast and put it back down. Amen. 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 So let us all say this prayer together. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, I know that you are the son of God. I want you to be the Lord of my life. Today, I'm accepting you into my heart to be the Lord of my life. Today, I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you for being the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Fit in your heart. You want me to be seated. If you believe in your heart, uh, some people, people raise your hand. You have to believe it, and now you have to walk in it. I want to challenge you guys to really be serious, man. Get serious. You cannot play with Satan. If you don't think the spirit is real, watch people. You just watch people, and you'll see the demonic forces operating in their life. Raise your hand if you watch TV. Almost 90% of this stuff on TV is demon-possessed. If you watch it, they either having sex, they're doing some kind of stuff, something, somebody killing somebody, people sleeping with us, not met, all kind of stuff, man, that's really detrimental to our community. And that thing, now they, they got the purge, the full purge out. It's amazing how the purge coming out, man, people killing people all over. The spirit, those are, everybody says spirits. The media put it out there to numb you, and then they force it, they put it on you. You got to know, you got to watch spirits. So every time you watch TV, I want you to pay attention, man, to the demonic forces that's working. 
they're trying to influence you. Amen? Amen. Hey, it's a time of giving. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Remember, it's between you and the Lord, but we can't operate without you. So we appreciate you all so much, everything you're doing. Continue to tithe and pay your offering. And we appreciate it because we're able to do what we do. You guys have been doing really, really good. We actually continue to trust God. God has been so good to so many of you all. I mean, really, really good. God's blessed you all financially like never before. Act like he's blessed you financially. Don't take it and hold it back and realize God gave you. God always told you to give a portion back to him. Always. It's important to understand that. Amen? Amen. Let's bow heads. Dear Lord, thank you for this offering. We bless those who, who have to give and those who have not. You know their heart. Uh, you control their hearts. But so, Lord, we ask you to trust in you, believe in you, have confidence in you. And, Lord, don't let anyone lack for them giving. We thank you for whatever they do because you're the one to touch their hearts and cause them to give and not give. If they don't give, it's because you told them not to because you're more powerful than any force. So we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You all may stand. Dear Lord, be with us as we leave this place, but never ever your presence. Keep your Holy Spirit in our life. Let us, let us trust in you and fill us with your spirit. Lord, as you clean our house, let us fill it with your word, fill it with your wisdom, with your knowledge, so we can be the agents that you created us to be, to be a reflection of you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you all. Have an awesome, magnificent day. God bless you.